everyone to the Get Shit Done podcast. It's yours truly, Jilly Jones, with the adventures of Jilly Jones, where each and every week I bring you amazing guests from around the world. And as I promise each and every week, this week is no different. I am so excited about today's guest. In fact, the last time we had a conversation, we said, man, we should have like taped that conversation because every time we get together, we just have the most amazing conversations. So who knows where it's going to go today. It started off a little spicy before we started recording. So please welcome to the show, Claudine Land. Woo! Hey there, Julie. Nice to see you again. We did start off a little spicy today, didn't we? (laughs) Well, just a little, but the the listening audience will leave them wondering what was spicy about our conversation. (laughs) We weren't talking about hot chilies and jalapenos either, just so everybody listening knows. Well, you know, it's, it's funny about the power of networking and... So Claudine and I were were introduced by like a mutual networking partner, right? And I, I, you know, like attracts like, and sometimes, you know, people just know that there's this inner reason to, you know, to introduce you. And at the time we got introduced last time, which was last year, we had a great conversation. And then I got like mixed in with a bunch of stuff that I was doing and I dropped the ball in responding back and you are so great with follow-up. Like that's one of the things we could talk about. The fortune is in the follow-up. You followed up with me and here we are today. And I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I know you are. I know you are. So, well, let's get started because I want really the audience to get to know who you are. And, you know, it's kind of a shifting journey right now because the last time we talked, you're shifting, things are changing, you moved into a new house, like lots of exciting things in your world. So I just say the floor is yours. Like, share with us like who you are, what you bring to the party, what makes you unique. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Listen, so well, I'm gonna pretend that you don't know who I am, I guess, and just tell your listening audience um, and gain some semblance of professionalism here, Julie. <laughs> oh, just a little, from just a little, previous, like a little, just a little bit. Right. Yeah, from our last conversation. So, yeah, so I'm Claudine Land, and I'm a business strategist, Julie. And um, Virtual Ingenuity is a business support organization that I started in 2017. And so we provide marketing services to businesses across industries and across time zones. Um, my experience is uh, lies in 25 years of sales and marketing in the healthcare arena. Now, I started out with virtual ingenuity, my clients, in the healthcare arena, because that's just where my comfort zone lay at the time. But now it's it's spread across industries. I mean, the other day I was re- writing a, a blog article about friction pilings for a construction company and then ended up writing three more articles for them. But just to tell you a little bit about the services that we provide, with marketing, it's uh, we provide we write content for commercials. We, pr- we write content for uh, branding materials, um, articles, website content. Another service that we provide is traditional media marketing, also uh, digital marketing and strategy and branding. So those are the types of marketing services that we offer now stemming from that we have the Virtual Ingenuity Business Podcast, which is on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. 
And so that serves as a resource for business owners and managers alike to just, you know, get some information that maybe someone never told them about how to start their business, how to gain capital for their business, how to market a little bit, how to recruit um, individuals. Should they outsource or should they hire? So really just practices for um, individual businesses. Which is so critical because I truly believe that so many people have a passion, right? Like they love to do something. They know where their genius is and they go all in like 150% into their business. And they can be like somebody like me because now I say I'm the shortcut to the shortcut. However, prior to that, like, you know, you throw money at a lot of stuff, seeing what's going to stick, hoping it sticks, hoping it, you know, it does what it needs to do when they can like just encompass it, you know, like you're a all in one stop, like all in one stop package, especially with the podcast, because that's the kind of information that startups or even existing business owners need to hear because sometimes we forget. I think so. And, um, you know, business owners have come to me that have just started out and say, gosh, I wish someone would have told me that. I really do. Now I have to backtrack. And, you know, if only I'd listened to the Virtual Ingenuity Business Podcast, I would have known what I needed to do to establish my business. Or I wish I would have known that outsourcing really wasn't for me. Or I wish I knew how to scale my business or when to scale my business. So I love, I call it my community service, Julie, that the podcast is really that it just provides pertinent information. You're going to be on my podcast, which I look forward to. I cannot wait. That's going to be amazing because you're amazing. So, you know, just, um, little, not really little tidbits, but pertinent information, crucial and, and vital information that will help business owners and managers alike. So I got to ask you a couple of questions because like, as you've been talking, like all these thoughts pop into my head, right? And so is there like a common question or a common theme or like the the whole idea of I wish I had known? Is there mm. like something that always seems to come up that is addressed in your podcast or that you actually help people with? What is that? What is that area? Yes. Number one is I wish I had written a business plan. All that's always that's the most um, uh, sought after response. I mean, people, why do I need a business plan? They don't get it until you're a nonprofit and you're starting to apply for grants, funding. Gosh, I wish I would have had that business plan that would have detailed, you know, everything that I need, all my financial um, financial aspects of of that business plan, or a business that is in their fifth year that have no idea what direction they want to head in. They don't know who their target market is. They're having trouble getting clients because of that. You know, when you have a business plan, Julie, you know all about this. It's going to, it force you really to focus on who your target market is and what your products are that's going to target that market, right? You're at, who, who's your ideal avatar? Well, it's not only a business plan, but like just, just last week. Okay. So again, we're going into June. We're recording this the Tuesday after Memorial day, like June 1st is this week. And you know, like if you talk to anybody, we all say the same thing all the time. Oh my God, I can't believe how fast this year is going. And every year seems to go faster. 
Well, like I took some time last week. I took an afternoon to kind of plan out the rest of my year to really like plan my live event and I'm doing a retreat and, you know, everything that I want to be doing. Cause if you don't have those dates set in stone and like have what you're going for, the year is going to pass by and you're going to be like, what happened? Like nothing right. is going to have gotten done. That's right. You know, it's like you mentioned that we, we just moved into a house. We just built a house. Well, guess what? You know, there's a foundation that goes with building a house, right? Your business plan is your foundation to building and growing, scaling your business. You've got to know what your goals are. What's your one-year goal? What's your three-year goal? What's your five-year goal? Now you've got a business plan. Now you need a strategic plan, which is a little bit different than your business plan, right? How are you going to get to those goals? So you got to know that as well. So you know, and, and those are two plans that I highly recommend business owners know having handy and referring right. back to and changing and updating because once you write it, it, it just doesn't sit stagnant. <laughs> no, it certainly doesn't. All right. Like all these questions keep coming. So my next question <laughs> to you is this. So when it comes to branding, cause there's all kinds of different, oh. you know, like theories around branding and everything. What would you say is like the most either common or the biggest mistake that people make with branding? Mm, they don't know who their who their um, audience is really, but um, with branding, gosh, there's so many different aspects, Julie. So, okay, there are different aspects of branding. So, if you're branding your logo, say for instance, right, you want to be able to have a logo that's going to be uh, versatile, so that you can. It's not just a logo that is just a, a copy logo. So you want to have it, I guess it's more like a detachable in, in sections. So you have a, a, a logo, which is an image that is going to encapture your business and what your business is all about. If you're a writer, then you may want to have a logo that has maybe like a little pen stroke or something like that, that is vindicative of your business. Right. If you look at dry cleaners, say, for instance, it may be a, a logo of a shirt or something like that. And you want to have it uh, colors that are catching. Usually with built with businesses that are consulting businesses, colors like blue or red are typically colors for a consulting business. Um, now, I'm not saying that's set in stone, but those are just typically the colors that you would use. Um, uh, I mean, there's so many I know things that we so could talk much, about. Gosh, but like, I, I mean, but that, but see, that's it, and that's like where people have to really sometimes dive deep, and you know, and get their questions answered, and either listen to your podcast or talk to an expert like you, because sometimes I mean, you don't know what you don't know, right? And like people again, they get excited, but it's like they throw spaghetti against the wall, and they're gonna try to see what's gonna stick. Like, oh yeah, that looks great. With no rhyme or reason, because it is funny when you ask people sometimes about like their logo and like where their logo came from or anything else like that, people really, they don't know. Like they, 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 they turned it over to somebody else and then they get this logo and they're like, oh yeah, that looks great, you know, kind of thing. But there's like no meaning, like, like you got to start with why Simon Sinek would say, start with your why and then everything else will fall into place, including your business plan, your marketing your branding, you know, all that strategic stuff that we talked about. Right. There was a company that I worked with that was an ammunition company and they cater to 
you know, police officers. So naturally their logo colors are red, white, and blue, right? Or blue, because usually those are the, uh, you know, like a state trooper type of uh, colors. And then it's the shield. So you automatically think, okay, this is dedicated to law enforcement, right? So, you know, little things like that. And then there are some companies or businesses that are creative businesses where the logo may be a different font, like a curvier style of font that is um, just more colorful, maybe. You know, so something that is just really vindicative of what your business represents. Well, I got to say, mine is curvy. <laughs> I've got the curvy going on, you know, and it's like, like I got the colors, right? Because it's a total reflection of me. But it's so funny because, like, I designed it myself. And I have told, like, other people who have worked on my website or if they've done stuff, I'm like, listen, I am not, like, you know, 100% attached to my my logo. Like, if you think there's something else better that reflects me by all means, like I'm open for suggestions and you know what? Nobody's ever come up with anything else. So it's like, makes me feel pretty good that I must've captured myself and like what I was trying to get across in my, in my logo. (laughs) That's right. You guys have no idea what she's wearing right now, but she's got this leopard print top on. And I think that is vindictive of your personality too. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, and then I can always throw on the googly eye glasses, right? Too, because everyone right. knows me for these too. So, like, we like to have a lot of a lot of fun when we're recording because you know, like, you want to see the other person when you're having a conversation. There is nothing worse, and I did this once. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw myself under the bus. So, I was doing a clubhouse. I was doing clubhouse with two other women. And there was one day we were trying to do it on a weekly basis and talking about different subjects. Those two women were not able to attend. I said, okay, I got it myself. Like I'll, you know, I'll do, I'll do the clubhouse thing. Well, nobody showed up in the room. And so like, I'm trying to talk and I'm trying to talk by myself to myself without visually seeing anyone. And like, I, I think I got through like three minutes. Now, mind you, I'm a talker and I was like, okay, this sucks. And I'm like, all right, sorry, folks. Like, I just got to like, I deleted the recording. I deleted everything because I don't know what the hell I was talking about. But I didn't think I was making any sense. And I'm like, all right. But it's hard. It's hard when you don't see somebody to have a conversation like this. Now, we do it on the phone all the time. But, you know, you still have that interaction. (laughs) Right. It's a little bit different on the phone. I agree with you. Yeah. 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 It it definitely is. Well, let's talk about what else, you know, like, you, you talked about like kind of leaving a little bit, like that's always been your comfort zone, the healthcare arena, but now you're delving into some other areas, including pylon friction, whatever you were talking about, which sounds with it for a construction company. Like how exciting is that to learn something new? Does that keep it interesting when like, you know, a new client brings you on and it really does. I mean, it's, it's great. Never did I imagine that I would have had a business that is outside of healthcare, right? Sales and marketing. So yeah, I mean, it's forced me to just, I learn more whenever I write an article or articles about something outside of the norm. And I, I love to see my clients' faces when they read the article and they think that, you know, I've, I've been doing this for years or friction pilings, construction. It's like, no, this was my first article. <laughs> And then they add on more. So it's great. I love to learn. And I think that 
as a business owner, that is the most amazing and rewarding thing is just learning. When I have my podcast, I love, I learn from everybody that's on there, you know, and I think that's a great thing. And I'm sure that you, Julie, you know, love to learn as well. Um, and, and it would, it wouldn't be worth it if I wasn't learning. Um, so it's amazing. I I love it. Love what I do. Love my clients. I agree. Like I don't have the the form of learning anymore. Like I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. Like, you know, I I have no desire to go get my master's or my doctorate. Like I have a master's in life right now. Right. (laughs) Like I'm at the stage in my life. Like I feel like, yeah, I, I finally am getting a few things down pat. But I love to learn. I love to read. Like, I'm a lifelong learner. I, I just, you know, I pick up books all the time and, um, you know, dive into them. And I, I just, I find, and I thank my mom for that. Because when I was little, and I was really little, um, I, I got a love of reading from early on. In fact, I don't know, Claudine, if you had this, but Growing up, the library used to have these summer reading programs. Did you have yes. summer reading programs, right? Yes, my and kids so, are actually volunteering this year. Where are they? How? Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so great that they're still doing them. Well, our reading program used to be that like you had to read 20 books over the summer or whatever it was, right? And then like you'd come in and you had this, this thing and they'd stamp it. And then if you got all the stamps filled, you got to go to like the end of the summer event, right? I remember my brother and I dressing up as pirates once. There was like, you know, that's probably where my love of costumes came from early on because I got to dress up as a pirate. But I love to read so much. I would take out 20 books in one week or more. And then I'd read them all. And then I'd come back and like, I'd have the summer reading, the whole summer reading program done in a week. And the librarian would be asking me a lot of questions. And she realized that I read all those books. She's like, done. But I had to keep coming back and getting more stamps. <laughs> yeah. The stamps. Julie, my daughter is the same way. I mean, she reads, you know, those big Harry Potter books. She'll read one of those books in two days. So she is um, my avid reader and she, she's my chef, my reader, my artist. She's amazing. Well, and you know what? That's such sometimes a forgotten skill set. Now I know that all that reading helped me with grammar helped me with spelling. Like I can spot misspelled words just like that. And it kind of drives me crazy. Or like, you know, when you get the newsletters, you get emails and you're like, yeah, that wasn't the right. (laughs) Julie, it's a curse sometimes. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm the same way. And from years of writing grants, I can spot a mistake instantly in, in, Mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, yeah. but it's a good, it's a good uh, skill to have. It absolutely is. Cause I mean, it helps in so many different, um, different arenas. So were you a big reader then growing up as well? I was, yeah. Being from Jamaica, um, you know, being raised on the British system, reading and writing was number one. It was stressed so much. I came to the States and I couldn't believe that folks had trouble writing or that folks, um, my classmates. And from when I went to, um, I attended school in Arkansas and, you know, Arkansas folks have that dialect and a little bit of a, I feel like a twang and they would write according to how they spoke, which here in the South, that's not a good thing. And I couldn't understand how kids couldn't write, but yeah, back home, 
it, it was just, it, it was of the utmost important that we knew how to speak and we knew how to write properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the, you know, I just talked to a woman, um, yesterday from Tobago, you know, like talking about like how education, you know, like all her and all of her siblings are like engineers, you know, like really have a very, you know, huge importance on, you know, the educational system. And so I found that, you know, fascinating to, you know, to, it's always fascinating to talk to people, you know, from different countries, different cultures and, just find out how things, you know, are, are done differently. And how long have you been in the States now? I've been in the States, goodness, without telling my age on air, I've been in the States for over 30 years. Okay. So you moved here when you were like two. So that's, yeah. uh, Okay. We'll say that. Sure. We'll stick with that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I had, listen, I had a great friend from Trinidad, um, great Trinidadian friend. We're still friends to this day. She lives in the Netherlands now. And um, we used to help our friends in school write all the time. And folks used to say, why don't you get people to pay you to write? But, you know, we didn't think about it then. Uh, You know, if it was now, we would have been probably rich (laughs) getting, getting paid. But that's exactly what you're doing though now, right? You know, and a lot of times, because you're getting paid for content, you're getting paid to do what you love to do is, is writing, which have you read the book, um, The Big Leap by Gay I Hendricks? I have not. I okay. have not. I'm writing that down. Though. So he, he talks about in the book, this idea of the zone of genius. There's a zone of excellence and a zone of genius. And a lot of people who are living or working, they're living in their zone of excellence. They're good at it but it's not something that they're necessarily making money at. So when you're in your zone of genius, the differentiating factor is that you could do it 24 seven, but you're not doing it 24 seven because I don't recommend anything 24 seven, but you're getting paid for it. And a lot of people struggle with figuring out like what their zone of genius is or where they should be. And one of the things that I talk about, and you're a prime example of this, look back when you are between the ages of five and 10. Like, what did you love to do? Because that's pretty, usually a pretty good indicator of what you should be doing for the rest of your life. And you were writing. You're absolutely right. I agree with you 100%. Um, gosh, I try to remember what my son says. He's um, 16 now. And he said, um, you have to work, you have to do something that you like in order to enjoy what you love to do in order to afford to, to do uh, what you love. So I think that's a good, that's a good way of thinking, Julie, is, you you know, but that also reminds me of business owners when they want to outsource and they're not real, they want to do everything, right? As a business owner, we love our business and we want to be able to do everything, but we can't. Not to say we're not smart, but it's just like having two hands. We don't have four or six. So we can't juggle all of these things. I know for me, I can only juggle four things before something starts to go awry. Okay. So, and and I think women are really great at multitasking. So just, um, knowing what you're good at doing what you, you love to do in business, whatever you you love to do business-wise, do it, outsource the rest, have somebody else do the, the things that you don't like to do. Because I guarantee you, they're going to do it better and they're going to enjoy doing it. Absolutely. 
Like I'm a big proponent of that. Like, why are you wasting your time? You know, and then like, I, I, I have this, I don't know if you want to say running joke, but this is what I always tell like people, clients, right? Like if you can make 150 to $200 an hour, whatever your going rate is, right? And then you're at home scrubbing toilets, you know, like why are you spending $200 an hour to scrub your own toilets when you could hire someone to come in and do it? Because let's be honest, nobody likes scrubbing their own toilets. And if you do, send me a message to me here on the GSD podcast, because I'd really like to meet you. Like who likes scrubbing their own toilets? No, I want to hire you. (laughs) If you like scrubbing toilets, please do mine. (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe that's, you know, people who have then their own cleaning business, like that's what they, you know, that they love to do. Because I'm telling you, it's like every time, you know, I mean, there's just some things. And the point being in that is just what Claudine was talking about. Don't spend your time on like where you could be making money because it's costing you money. As much as you may love to do it, there's probably somebody else out there that it's their zone of genius. Hand it off to them. They'll be happy. You'll be happy and you'll get a lot more done. Julie, one of the the things that um, clients will come to me and they, they don't understand social media. They don't like to do social media. And so they'll just put whatever out there, just bits of pieces of, um, whatever. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, I call it rubbish. But anyway, um, (laughs) that's another story. But, you know, have somebody do that for you. Understand what SEO means, even on your website. Don't just put up a website just to have a website because everyone's saying you need to have a website. Well, what, what's your, who's your target audience? What is the purpose of having your website? Because your website, everything should fall back to your website, right? You should lead everybody, lead everybody back to your website. So putting content out there that's not really relevant, that it, it doesn't make sense. Having a social media blog and putting things up there, it has to make sense for your business. Again, leading back to your business plan, your, your strategic plan even, right? You know, well, that's where I was thinking, like you're talking about this and I'm like, it just comes back full circle to the start of this conversation that if you have your game plan in place, it will help you to stay focused because again, like to be putting stuff out is that qu- people question, first of all, there's no clarity of message, right? They're like, well, I thought that they did this, but it seems like now they do this. And that confuses people. I'm here to tell you, and you can, anybody listening in can write this down. A confused mind does not buy. A confused mind does not buy. And so if you have a confusing message out there, people are like, next, I'll buy from somebody who's clear. If that message that you put out there on your social media platforms does not align with your brand, you're going to get questions. People aren't going to buy 100%, Julie. Do I agree with you on that? Make sure whatever you're putting out there is vindicative of your brand. Absolutely. So like if people went to your website, what are they going to see, Claudine? Like, like, (laughs) what are they going to see? Like, who are you? Like, I know your message is clear. You talked about it from the get-go, what your clear message is. But like, what's the vibe? What's the feel that people get from you? Mm, what you're going to get when you come to my website is just um, direct messaging. There's no beating around the bush about what virtual ingenuity does. It's clear. We help to grow businesses. We help to put your brand on the map. 
Um, we provide marketing services, project management services, content writing. It's, it's super easy. The website is really easy to navigate. Um, you learn a little bit about me. There's a video on there about me, my background and how I started my business, which I think is the most interesting thing on my website is <laughs> just learning more about me because listen, you know, we, we trust our friends to refer us to other people, right? But you want to know a little bit about who you're doing business with. My clients, we're all, we're all friends. We all form a deep-rooted relationship, whether it's due to a referral or whether it's due to somebody listening to my video to learn a little bit about me or, you know, whether we've communicated on LinkedIn. So just, um, you know, take your time. If it feels right, it probably, probably is, you know, go with your, your gut says yes. And you think you're going to mesh with this person, just like Julie and I get along. And we realize, Hey, you know, from day one, we're going to be buds. That's <laughs> right. We are. Well, and it, but it goes back to the fact that people do business and they're friends with people they know, like, and trust, right? So it's like establishing that credibility. But I think the most important thing that is the underlying truth about what you said is that when they go to your website, they see the direct messaging, they know how you're going to be able to help them. You're not wasting time with a lot of like crazy questions because you've got your clarity of message down. And so if you're listening in today and you find yourself like answering a lot of questions or you're in the struggle all the time that you feel like your time's being wasted because you don't have that clarity of message, then you really need to connect with Claudine so that, you know, she can help and support you. And I know we said your name of your business is virtual, you know, um, your virtual ingenuity. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That was like, that's a mouthful. Is it the same thing for the website, virtualingenuity.com or is there a different yes. way to connect with you? Yes. So th- my website is virtualingenuityllc.com. Again, that's virtualingenuityllc.com. And I love the last um, topic that you brought up because this all goes back to networking and building relationships, right? So getting someone to uh, do business with you or refer you to someone, it all goes back to building those relationships. You know, Julie and I. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening in and you think that you can get anywhere in life without building relationships, like nobody goes this alone. There is nobody that has done this alone. It's, it's really like linking arms, collaborating, and also realizing that there's enough business to go around for all of us. It's creating win-win situations because if Claudine and I did something very similar, it's okay because she's going to speak to other people and I speak to certain people. Like I speak to the crazy, you know, googly eyed leopard wearing, you know, like individuals, right? So those are the people that like, you know, all right, we, we're picking up what Julie's putting down. <laughs> That's right. And they love it. They yes, love it. they love it. So we've talked about a lot of different stuff. Like, you know, as we're kind of wrapping up the show, is there anything still on your heart or like a message you want to put out there? Or, I don't care. The floor is yours because we've had great conversations. So if you want to bring up anything new, like just throw it out there. Like, what do you got for me today, Claudine? You guys listen to your listening audience. If you have a question about your business or you're not really sure about certain aspects of your business, how to scale, um, how to get your capital, check out the Virtual Ingenuity Business Podcast because I guarantee you 
there's a topic there that you can relate to that probably will answer your question. We're now we're in season three of, of our podcast. And again, Julie will be in um, an, a podcast, an episode that is uh, in season three as well. So I know you guys are going to tune in for that. So catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, listen, ask questions. That's the biggest advice that I would um, give to a business owner is ask what's the, what's the, there's no, it's not going to hurt you for asking, right? I've, I have a lot of business owners that come to me and they didn't ask. Oh, if only they had asked, they would have known what to do and what not to do. Listen, you know, we've heard it from little on, there is no stupid question, but right. you know, the only stupid question is the one not asked. And then that could lead you to, you know, thousands or hundreds of thousands or even million dollars of loss that could have all been prevented if you had just asked the initial question and got over how you look. Because that's really what stops us from answering the questions is that nobody wants to look incompetent or unsure or dumb or whatever it is. And it's like, man, if that question is on my mind, I'm asking away because you just said it perfectly. If you don't ask, you don't get. And that's really what it comes down to. So Claudia, my final question to you is this, this is the Get Shit Done podcast. So what are you doing to get shit done in your own life this week? What am I doing to get stuff done? Okay. So what I'm doing is putting processes in place and, and getting platforms to help me. I'm automating things. Um, I use ClickUp, which I love a lot. It's a mixture of if Trello and Asana had a baby, ClickUp is awesome. It's a great project management tool. And you know what else I'm doing? I'm keeping an eye on my clients with ClickUp. So I assign them projects, tasks to do. And do I know if they've done it? Absolutely, because I have an awesome project management system that I urge you all to figure out what you know, system you want to use. And I can help you with that as well. But um, it's the best thing is a having a wonderful project management system to keep you in line because everybody has to be accountable for what they do, right? That's right. And Claudine's going to keep you accountable. <laughs> <laughs> I sure will. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, you know what? It has been such a joy. Again, like, you know, you are one of those people that we could talk for hours on end and the listening audience would be like, okay, enough of these two. <laughs> like, what's the next <laughs> podcast we're going to listen to? But thank you so much for your time. Because as I always say, time is our most valuable asset. And it's just such a joy to have you on the show. So thanks for being here today. Julie, you are amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, we'll continue our conversation after this. Yes, we will. And listen, we will. And like, you know, you can catch round two on her podcast and we're going to have all the show links, you know, in the, the show notes so that people can find either one of us very, very quickly. So again, this is Julie Jones signing off for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. As always, I appreciate you listening in to these amazing conversations where so much information is shared. So please like, subscribe, and share because there is somebody in your world that can always benefit from this information, and we never know how far that information is going to go. Speaking of information, I always offer a 30-minute free phone call with me to help support you and what you're doing in your life to get off the hamster wheel of life. 
So reach out to me at juliejones.biz, B-I-Z, to book that free 30-minute phone call. And as always, have a productive, get shit done kind of week. We'll talk to you soon. Time is our most valuable asset, and I certainly do appreciate yours. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Shit Done podcast with me, Julie Jones. If this episode was helpful for you, please subscribe and give me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. This goes a long way in helping others to find the show too. Are you ready? I mean, really ready to make the next step towards living your best life now? Then contact me at juliejones.biz to schedule your call with me. You can also find additional information on contacting me in the show notes. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. In the meantime, be sure to live your life with purpose and passion.